Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Okay, we got a busy show today. We'll explain how we're giving away the DMPW Monster Pro Wrestling tickets. Okay? Yeah. We're doing it a bit different. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're having some fun. With yeah. It. Playing a little game. Based on your haircut and a <laughs> selfie that you sent Grant and I yesterday. <laughs> your reaction wasn't to actually... Uh, only you. It was there was other people that reacted very similarly. Are you okay this morning? Yeah. <laughs> you seem like you're struggling there. Uh, I had to run a little extra today. Oh. Okay. When are you getting the scooter out? Yeah. Bring that scooter out. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's coming up. Yeah. And we'll do an update in the locker room celebrity death pool. Because we um, yes, we we lost somebody yesterday, um, a Canadian icon actually, a mm-hmm. Canadian music icon. He was eighty four, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it would be a good idea to kick off the show with Mr. Lightfoot this morning as well. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety five seven Cruise FM. That man right there sits across from me. His name is Grant Johnson. He is the study king. The average person has not spoken to their neighbors in three weeks, <laughs> but regularly bashes them online. <laughs> so the average adult has not spoken to their neighbor in, in three weeks, they said. It was a, a big study done. Um, this isn't just a Canada thing. This is like a worldwide thing. Like, Do you do that? Do you make fun of your neighbors no. online? Because I don't. No, we got... Like we don't. We got a radio show for that. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't really talk to our neighbors at all. But they're they're decent neighbors. Like I don't. There's nothing. I don't have any complaints about them or anything. Um, But yeah, there's there's no. And that was. I think we missed the boat when we moved in. We should have been like, hey, how's it going? You know, more chatty. And then now it's just kind of awkward because it's been a couple years. Yeah, (laughs) like we missed the boat. I get. I get that. Yeah. Um, I've had interaction with a couple of my neighbors. Um, both neighbors on the sides of me, though, mm-hmm. are the head down in the house, close the door. They're looking at me! Right. They're looking at me! <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah. I the thing the, is like I don't you see some people I don't want to be this this guy but I am this guy a little bit. I, I don't need to be friends with my neighbor. Yeah. Do, do you know like I don't need to hang out. We don't need to have barbecues. You see some people um I have a friend who I don't need to be that guy. I'm I have so, a friend who who like the Oiler games his garage and, and I think maybe it's a cul-de-sac thing. Yeah. He literally like 
all of their neighbors come to watch the hockey games at his in house his, in his in garage. His garage opens up the door. He's got big screens in there. But he's but he's that guy. He's that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. Right? Like I'm not that guy. Right? <laughs> I, yeah. And and I I don't I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? I kind of <laughs> like no, my own. You have no interest in opening up the garage door and having the neighbors come over. I think Jimmy would be the closest to that in this room. Mm-hmm. Like if let's say you had a house, you had a cul-de-sac and you had you had some money to do your garage up, you'd be the guy where you'd be inviting all your neighbors over, I think. Cuz you you're I think social. So. Like I like in the apartment building that I like you know I have beers with or used to uh, one of the neighbors left, but I used to have beers with them on a nice day outside and yeah, stuff like in that. The back alley. And- I haven't talked to like since uh, uh, Jay moved from across the hall. I don't really see any of my neighbors. Well, um, and Big Red is um, battling um, the side effects of ongoing ivermectin treatment. <laughs> <laughs> You should cook him a stew or something. Some slow, so slow cooker so, meals. You know, I don't bash. I don't Give bash my neighbors. Soup. I don't bash my neighbors on uh, social media, but we do on this show. Well, I'm, or, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I am pretty certain. Pretty certain that uh, Big Red's listening to Rebel News this morning. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. I'm, I'm torn on that because I do like being social and I do like having people over, but at the same time. Like I think I'd rather I'd rather have a neighbor in the neighborhood who hosts the parties. Maybe so my see my fear would be that if I did that, if I didn't want somebody over on a night, right, right, where I'm trying mm-hmm. to sex up the you know the wife, yeah, and I got hey you Jerry, watch the game, yeah, yeah Jerry at the door every day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I wish I wish I would. No, I don't wish I was that guy. You don't wish you were no, that guy. No, I'm okay with who I am. I'm not speaking to your neighbors. I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'll speak with you while I'm doing the lawn. I'm okay. okay. Hey, hi, how's it going? It's good weather, eh? Oh, smoking hot today. That's the line, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars news. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So this Thursday, which is Star Wars, no, yeah, Star May Wars 4th. Day, yeah. May, the May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Um, I'm going to do the first ever Jedi Jimmy live podcast. Oh, so, no way! So, so not only are no. you going to get the breaking news of what's been released on Star Wars Day and all the shows that are out... But you're also going to get uh, a, a little bit that I like to call uh, Stump Jimmy, where you're going to ask me questions. Okay. Canon only. Like, not the books and comic books and stuff like that. That's TV, movies, uh, the animated series, stuff like that. Okay, so give us a time. You're doing this when? 6 p.m. You're going that late from Army Christmas. I'm you're not. You're wasted. No, I won't be wasted out of it. We already, we already. You've already, we've it. already our boundaries. We've already. It's only it. happened three times. <laughs> and and I'm doing and I'm doing another uh, feature on this uh, live podcast as well. I might actually tune into this. <laughs> it's also going to be Jimmy. Hey, and, uh, how's it going there? It's also going to be Jimmy explains. <laughs> 
There's going to be a uh, Questions Star Wars. about Star Wars. <laughs> That's a good Thursday night. <laughs> okay. Let's do it at like 2 in the afternoon. No. Okay, so so <laughs> it's got to be sick. So as I was trying to say, but I think you guys were, you know, busy caught up abuse. on the fact that you're doing it at six o'clock for Marvin Christmas, <laughs> and you're going to be just tanked. Um, <laughs> cross-eyed. That's awesome. There's going to be a, a version of Jimmy explains as well. Like I will be able to explain, like if you ask a question on something that has happened or what, like stuff like that, I can explain. It, like All to right. uh, muggles like yourself. Okay, so this Thursday, which is May 4th, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be ever in your favor. Star Wars Day or something? Yes, may the... Uh, okay, so... And Disney releases a bunch of Star Wars information? Uh, like there's, is that uh, the like, plan? Like they usually have like a celebration kind of thing yeah. where they uh, okay. give a list of what's coming up. There's a bunch of uh, shows, like animated stuff and... Projects that are going to be released on Disney Plus Probably that the day. Best place to watch this will be um, on the Locker Room YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can go subscribe right now if you're a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> Just go to YouTube and search the Locker Room, and um, and you'll be ready to go for this Thursday, six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Yes, or. Eight beer. <laughs> Eight beer o'clock. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So the watch parties are very popular, not just in Edmonton, but uh, Toronto this year as well. You see the outdoor, they, they've got yeah. cameras on them when, it, when anybody scores from that team or whether Toronto or, or Edmonton, you see the crowd jumping up and down. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been to one. Um, Me but, neither. I've been in, in the arena for a playoff, like one of the watch parties. Yeah. Not this year, but other years. So there's, that's fun as well. But so the, there's two different things, right? Yeah. Like, so you got the Ice District Plaza watch parties, which is outdoors. And then you've also got when the, the team is away, mm -hmm. like when they're in Vegas tomorrow night, they'll have tickets available. They probably already went on sale, right? Probably already. Um, I don't keep an eye on that because it's not something that interests me, but uh, I like watching the game at home. Mm -hmm. There's a beer fridge right next to my couch. <laughs> anyway. And the beer is cheaper. Yes, it is a little bit cheaper. So people are buying these $5 tickets, which um, go to charity, mm -hmm. and they go watch the game with everybody else on the big screens at, uh, at Roger's place. So on Saturday night, it was a bit of a gong show, and it got out of hand. Uh, it's oddly they're showing pictures of it right now. There was some yeah. incidents in right? Toronto too, not just in Edmonton. Yeah, but. Toronto. Obviously, they won the cup uh, on Saturday, <laughs> so they were very excited. <laughs> I love it that they have Toronto with the best odds of winning the Stanley Cup now. Yeah, they won the Stanley Cup Saturday night, so that was very exciting for them. Yeah. Um, so they had some stuff, and then in Edmonton, I mean, anytime you get thousands of people crammed into an area and you throw some booze in there some people don't react well to these situations yeah you throw crowds you throw booze things happen so yeah there was the police shot that guy who was stabbing people yeah there was some guy who had his finger bit off yeah. um, they were pushing railings over like rushing into the square things like that so there was a lot of talk about it and they did do a, a press conference yesterday police chief dale mcphee said um they will continue with the watch parties <laughs> But there's um, going to be an increased police presence 
downtown and um, zero tolerance, and they will find you. They said, you can't hide. We will find you. Um, we will charge you if you're doing anything wrong. He said, too, to, to, like, the majority of people are, are well-behaved. That's fair. That's... Just having fun. It's just... So we don't want... We don't want a couple of situations yeah. to ruin everybody's fun, uh, but that's not how this city's wired anymore. No, right? <laughs> like I was worried they're going to cancel the whole thing. Just yeah, shut it down. Right, shut it down. And and then anyway, then you just spread out the mm-hmm. nonsense. At least it's contained. Keep them all downtown. <laughs> yeah, and you can fly helicopters over and get fire trucks and hose everybody down. Right? No. Uh, anyway, there is, don't be stupid. Yeah, and they're not going to. They're not going to ticket it either. There was talk about like maybe for the moss, moss pit, like charging five dollars to get into there. Yeah, and they said they're that's not an option. They're not going to do that. So. Okay, so right now that's yeah. still free admission. Yeah. All right. The other thing that I'd like to say is um, they're trying to raise donations and money and everything for the food bank right now with with these gatherings. Yeah. And um, obviously, leading into summer, people aren't thinking about the food bank, but it's definitely something that we need to be worried about all year long. And and so it's a bit of a uh, of a food drive for them. So if you can mm-hmm. take. A, a donation down right and yeah. then well and then you got a bag of groceries just in case just yeah just in case you need to stay a, downtown just for a potential fight <laughs> you're in the locker room on 95.7 cruise fm they have been doing the fan vote thing for very long have they i don't a couple think years so ago? no yeah fairly new for the rock and roll hall of fame yeah, so it doesn't matter when they've been doing it, but mm-hmm. what they do now is is they they put a list together and then you you get to vote. Fans get to vote one of them in. So they say, yeah, even they'll likely like if you win the fan vote, you'll likely get in. It's not a guarantee, but I mean, oh, okay. it's a pretty good indicator that they still want control. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> anyway, um, George Michael made it in with the mm-hmm. fan votes uh, overwhelmingly, apparently. So he right. he finished first, then Cindy Lauper, <laughs> wow, Warren Zevon, Iron Maiden, and Soundgarden, wow, Soundgarden, yeah. okay, all right, yeah, uh, George well, Michael annoying. had George Michael had double the amount of votes that both Iron Maiden and Soundgarden had. It's not a rock world anymore. It no. really isn't. Okay, what's your favorite uh, George Michael's tune? You get to pick between George Michael, his solo work, and um, his work with Wham. Oh, but it's not Wham. This is a hard choice. Grant, it's Wham! (laughs) Wham, Pam! (laughs) I mean... (laughs) This is on my list. What is this? (laughs) I don't know any George Michael. Come on, you don't know this one? This is a jam! This is I Want Your Sex. Wake me up before you go. I was actually going to say, wake me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you the bug? Uh, I wonder, will this one come in? Has to. Uh, A little careless whisper. Yeah. Has to. Okay. Um, the other one that, that's, I, and I, I hate to do this to you, Grant. The other one that might come in. Do you know this oh. one? Yes. Oh, yes. What is this from? This is a Christmas one. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's from about 19 yeah, movies. it's a bunch of movies. Awful. Oh, I hate this. This actually makes me... Last 
What about faith, though? We didn't do faith. Oh, you want faith? Okay. <laughs> you on. have that ready, too, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, now this screams rock and roll to me. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, George Michaels. He's posthumously Could be inducted into the rock there and roll. There we go. Hall of Fame. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. So this is this is real, hey? Yeah, not the first time they've done it, I guess. Um, it's kind of surprising, isn't it? I mean, uh, if you take outside of the fact that um, nobody wants Leaf fans in a building. <laughs> so the Panthers have banned um, Canadians from buying hockey tickets for the Leaf game. Um, yeah, so you have to be American to buy tickets to, to the Florida games. Um, but Canadians can buy them on the resale market, is what they said. So first dibs, tickets go for sale. You've got to be an American resident to buy tickets. Has, have we ever done that to Americans? Probably not. I don't think it's been an issue, has it? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we don't have trouble selling tickets either, right? Yeah, I don't think that's I, a thing. I can't see us doing it because it's American money, and we want American money here because it's worth a little more, don't we? So, I would do it just to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, right? that's, like, that's why mean, you that's why you don't run so what, a major why, team. Why, why though? So that the building isn't just full of Leaf fans. It's supposed to be a Florida. I think th- you're wrong. I, I I think we have. I think certain markets have done this I've, at times. I've never heard of it um, in Canada happening before. So text but, us if if you know for some reason at the back of my mind I remember somebody trying this during the playoffs one year where they were eliminating you had to have a local address or something to buy tickets. I don't remember that. Am so I wrong? The way they're doing it in the that. states is uh, the way Florida's doing it is your credit card has to be in in the United States. I think other American teams have done it before to us. But I can't think of a time where like the Oilers We've done did it that. to an American team, um, or yeah, I can't, I can't think of any time. But yeah, they they're, they're doing it so that you know, game. So they have Florida fans. They in actually the have. It's not just all blue jerseys and snowbirds and stuff in, yeah. in the building. So, well, because there was a lot, there was a lot of Oilers fans at that Kings game on on Saturday. Speaking of the Oilers, that is not happening in Vegas. No. So if you want to go to Vegas for the games, um, that is. Not a thing. Anyone can buy tickets. Okay. So, well, yeah, that's that's good. But Vegas isn't isn't going to do that because they're well, more sort of wrapped around the idea of travel. Then I was going to say that that's a market where they're used to. Yeah, people like even when we went to that Metallica show in Vegas. Remember, it was like, wow, nobody in this arena actually lives in Vegas. Like, yeah, no one. Right, like this. Everyone in Vegas over, works at the casinos. Yeah. <laughs> So they're busy. A couple people text in that Tampa Bay did. I, I've heard this before. This 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 feels it has a very familiar feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oilers stayed in Los Angeles after the win on on Saturday night. Oh, they did were, they? Yeah, they were I practicing at the uh, at the Kings practice facility, um, and then obviously it's a quicker trip to Vegas from Los Angeles than it is. To come home, which mm-hmm. I think was a really strong move. Uh, maybe this is what you're thinking of. Ron said BC did it for camping before. We needed a BC <laughs> address a, to get a okay. campsite. <laughs> Quite possibly, maybe <laughs> I am mixing up camping and hockey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they will keep, apparently, it might change for the game tomorrow night, but 
um, Leon and McDavid and Kane were practicing on that top top line. Okay, which I have a feeling, just based on the success that they had in the last three games with that lineup, that yeah. they might stick with that for the Vegas matchup. Yeah. So, a couple of Oilers things there. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, here we go. The showdown we've all been waiting on the edges of our <laughs> seats for is finally about to happen. Danielle Healthcare Smith versus Rachel Nutley. The contest to see who gets to be in charge of Alberta. Of course, the only way that this election could be better is if Jason Kenney came out of nowhere to take charge of the Alberta party and make this thing a three-way. Now that's a three-way we'd all like to see, hey? Randy Kenney, Rachel Notley, Danielle Smith. That would be the most uncoordinated collection of three people that I can think of. So for the next four weeks... It's like we have a couple of divorcing parents fighting for our love. (laughs) And now is the time to ask our two moms for anything we want, and they'll promise to for sure get that for us one day, buddy. You want a new train? Now is the time to ask, Mayor Sori. Uh, This is one of the only times I'm actually jealous of Calgary, too, because both leaders are fighting for the love of Calgary right now, and they are about to get spoiled. Ice cream for dinner whenever they want it. Lucky people in Calgary. The election is happening. We've got four weeks to ask for whatever we want. Let's enjoy it. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. It's time to update your summer wardrobe with a new black T-shirt. And we've got plenty for you to choose from. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We just met Ken. Ken, Ken brought us uh, dropped off that jersey. Yeah, so you had made a bet with Ken at the beginning of the, the hockey season about the playoffs and whether or not the Leafs were going to lose in Game Seven of Round One. Um, I mean, he an actually, a-hole bet. Yeah, he won the bet, but he still wanted to um, do his part and and follow through on his side. Yeah, that is a mint condition. It's been in a frame since the day he bought it, which was 2011, mm-hmm. the the year that Nuge was drafted number one and came to Edmonton. So it's a rookie Ryan Nugent Hopkins Edmonton Oilers jersey. Signed. It's signed. Personally it's, signed, too. It's not like, like I think he wrote something different on there, too. Like yeah. He, um, so There you go. We so, want to do something for charity with that eventually. So. Yeah, yeah, he dropped that off. And then we have to wear Leafs jerseys for our um, our Christmas card photo shoot this year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. We're never going to live that down. <laughs> I might have a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah, you're starting, yeah. To take, By the way, you're starting to take down the people around you, too. Yeah. You're not, that's actually, this is an intervention. You're not only, your, your gambling is not only affecting you, it's now affecting the people around you. Yes. All right. Those closest to you. Who do I go with tonight? Florida or, or Toronto? Toronto. I think you got to go. Toronto. You got to go with Toronto. I, I can't imagine the Leafs losing. Can you? Although I couldn't imagine the Bruins losing to the Panthers either. So there's been a lot of that this yeah. season. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. Kraken Dallas is that in Dallas? See, that's a t- 
that's a coin toss too. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I was going. I was telling you off air that I'm was going reading against everything you just said. Are you? You said it. Dallas. Yeah, I said Dallas and, and Toronto. you said Toronto. So I'm going Florida and Kraken. I was telling you that like all the teams left in the playoffs this year. None of them have won the cup in the last, like, I think Carolina won it 17 years ago, and they might be the soonest, where there's a bunch of teams, you know, the Leafs haven't won in 56 years, the Oilers, it's been, what, 28 years? You know what, I'll say this about this year, it's been weird and hard to predict, I'll Mm -hmm. give you that, but it has been fun. Yeah. I, I have seriously enjoyed watching this year's playoffs. Oh, it's been it was a great first round. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a fantastic first round. So I'm looking forward to can, can I say it? Can I mm-hmm. Oh Canadian final. <laughs> it's too early to talk about the Leafs and the Oilers in the final. Come on! It's too early. Just Let me talk about it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I got about 27 messages yesterday about Gordon Lightfoot passing away and people asking whether or not he was in any of our picks for the locker room celebrity death pool. Mm -hmm. Um, We lost Gordon Lightfoot, a Canadian legend, yesterday at the age of uh, 84. And a quick review of the the picks. Okay, so Grant had Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, R. Kelly, uh, Carlos Santana, Dick Van Dyke, uh, Robert Duvall. Locke had Bob Barker, Andy Dick, Ron Jeremy, uh, Tony Bennett, Yoko Ono, and I had, and he had Bob Ted Turner. Was that? I get Ted, Ted, Turner, Ted Turner was his bonus pick that he got last yeah, week. Remember. Yeah. Because Harry Belafonte. It's it's not on the list I'm looking at. It's Uh, fine. Jimmy, move on. Okay, and then I I had uh, Bob Newhart, (laughs) uh, Selma Blair, Michael J. Fox, Val Kilmer, and Gordon Lightfoot. All right, so Jimmy wins this round. This one annoys me. Because he stole Gordon Lightfoot from me. I haven't had a win in a long time. Yeah. And it was because he cheated, and then we, were, we he got angry, so we gave him an extra pick. I did to make not cheat. It. He picked somebody that was already dead, and then he's, we okay, you can steal one of our picks, and then... No, it wasn't public that she was dead. What was I doing? What, did she talk picked, to me from the grave you picked and so I picked that, her? You picked somebody that was already dead, and then you stole she someone off our list. She died the day that we did the picks early in the me. morning. She had been dead for 12 hours. Yeah, her body no, it was wasn't cold. 12 hours. She was cold. Yes, it was. It was, it was, stiff. An- it was Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the reason why we did it that way is because I didn't want to go through the whole thing again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean. Repicking and everything. It would have been, we would have had to do the other challenge. And so you agreed to it. Yes. And so you did cheat. Yeah. No, I did you, cheat. By signing that agreement, you admitted that you cheated. <laughs> So okay, is admission. Of we always have a wager for this. The two losers have to go through something painful, and this is going to be painful. The interesting thing about this is, and Jimmy's been sweating bullets on winning this one, mm-hmm. and is because he doesn't know how to run the board, and so he's got to op the board. Well, you and I do a show from transit. And uh, Peace Officer Tom sent us some contact info <laughs> of somebody from. Um, Edmonton Transit Authority, mm-hmm. so I got to call them to see if we can get, get on a bus and drive around the city doing the show one morning. The other thing was, if we don't do that, we might just put gear in one of our station vehicles, drive around the Henday, which is kind of like riding in a um, 
public transit. True. Because our vehicles are about 14 years old. <laughs> and have been in a few accidents. <laughs> our street teamers have destroyed the vehicles. So um, we might have to do that if we can't get permission to mm-hmm. do it. But you know what? I can't see them saying no. I want to do it on the bus. Let's get on a bus for Let's a, do whole, it on the LRT. a whole morning. LRT. Yeah. Well, the LRT one might have some issues when we go underground, but for well, on that's a, a good point. For on a bus, like at one point, you're fighting off somebody trying to rob us, and- like at mid break, like you're doing the sports and someone. Now, we did bring up with our new boss. We said to uh, we said to Jim. This is how this thing's going down, and potentially, if Jimmy... We even brought this up already, and um, we have two very different memories of what he said. As I kind of... I'm siding with Grant. He didn't say that he didn't think it was a bad idea for you to opt the board. No. When you said it will be very difficult for him to... Run the board because I can't reach half the buttons. He didn't say don't do it though. No, he. I don't know. He no. also said, "Isn't there someone in the building that could run the board for he, him?" That started on a different train. Like I don't thought process. He started thinking about other things. Yeah. No, I think you guys heard what you yeah, wanted he was to hear. Like, don't we have a uh, a regular op to go to to run the board when you guys are on location? And then I went into the whole thing about. Um, we can do live shows now mm-hmm. with a laptop, and I can run the board from from right. Yeah, but he didn't say no to you being back here by yourself behind the controls and running the show. For Never. Us. Yeah, I think it's going to be a somewhat. If I can set up the the same system that we had for the full volume takeover, where I ran that six hours, if I can set that up on a bus, then I can I can be sort of the fail-safe. I can be here, and you can turn us on and off. It's literally... Jimmy, I do it. A monkey can do this. But a monkey can reach all the buttons. But we have a setup here. We have we a have, system of pulleys, and... We have the milk crates and everything. Yeah. There's Get over. Come over here. No. Come. Go run the board. Here, no, it's, it takes... Your, Get off your seat. Takes him a long time to get off his chair. <laughs> and that that five thousand dollar chair is, needs an upgrade in speed. <laughs> needs another gear. <laughs> Nothing is funnier for Grant and I than Jimmy getting on and off his chair. Everywhere. You can hear it creaking. Look, you always say no first. You always say no instead of just doing it. Or you ever try anything? Get Jimmy the, behind the board the right now. Milk crates and see if okay. you can reach the. Damn He's up there. You can reach everything. Okay, but I can't reach. You don't need to reach over there. there, No, 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 no. You don't have to touch any of that. You don't have to touch any of that. This is great radio. I needed to touch 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 the microphones, and that's it. There's the foam pot, the remote line. We'll be on this line here. So you just have to turn that line on and off. Okay? (laughs) And then you just have to hit this button. Okay? We're done the break. Hit the button. Hit the break. Yeah. Which button? The one I just pointed at. Hit that button. Yeah. You've been asking for it, yeah! and it's finally in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Not watching a lot of TV right now outside of hockey. I've been watching um, pretty much every night. I've been watching uh, something, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of Game 7s this past weekend, too, so it was exciting. Exciting hockey. Lots of sports. 
I did find time to watch this doc called Moment of Contact. <laughs> I actually tweeted about it, and um, a couple of people suggested, and Jimmy, I'm going to leave this up to you. I want you to pay attention. Okay, I'm paying attention. Because I legitimately want your thoughts on this. Okay. Oh, this is... Okay, yeah. Okay. I know this one. So, I, I'd be curious to get your reaction to this documentary. So I've watched, you know I watch a lot of these UFO type things, right? Yeah, you're trying to figure out where you're from originally. Okay. <laughs> so are you admitting that there's another place to be from? That's a good uh, point. If there is proof of alien life, you're it. This is the Brazilian one, right? Mm. Every time I've watched one of these things, I've always tried to. Okay, I want I want this to be true. Mm -hmm. So when I go into it, I'm always a little bit biased towards it. Yes, and and I'm always. I'm always like, okay, Locke, you desperately you're looking for some kind of proof that this this exists. So you're going to be drawn into this because of that mindset, right. right? But I do try to trigger my skeptic side of the brain when I watch these things. Yeah. And generally speaking, every time I watch one of these these documentaries or some YouTube thing, I'm always triggered by a couple of things that don't match up, that don't fit right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's part of the issue I think a lot of people have with UFOs and the discussion around the possibility that they exist. Because as much as I believe they exist, I also think that people are full of shit mm -hmm. and that they lie to you, right? And that they want some, some level of fame or notoriety sometimes even without realizing it they can convince themselves of things and exactly so this is the first documentary that i've ever watched where i walked away from it and i went oh my god like so every single one of these interviews and all of these interactions in this yeah. documentary are very hard not to believe. This is the one in Brazil. They, it's like the Roswell of Brazil. Yeah. And they claim that the several people saw yeah. uh, an alien. It had like brown oily skin and it was four feet tall. And the I looked into this one not too long ago, actually. I was reading about it. And they're, the people who claim it's not alien are saying it wasn't an alien. It was actually a homeless guy. Okay. Have you seen that? That that's they're saying like no, it wasn't an alien. It was a homeless man with. Um, okay, you need remember. to you need to watch it too. Yeah, well, I, I definitely want to watch this one. And the the interesting thing about it for me was they had corroborating evidence between the witnesses that did not seemingly did not know each other. Like they like were saying very similar things about the smell in the area, the the the. The structure of the yeah. of this creature's feet, and so the other part of the story is that Americans came in, locked it down, and then shipped something out of there. So this documentary has interviews from um, 
so from people that saw the creature, from somebody that was at the crash site, mm-hmm. from the people that were involved in the military lockdown, uh, doctors that did the examinations, and and then other people like on the fringe, like the mayor, the right. current mayor of the town. It's a smaller town that uh, the name of the city. I don't want to say it because I'll screw it up. It starts with a V. But if you are heard it out loud, you probably know what I'm talking about because it is very famous. Virginia, Virginia, <laughs> yeah. There's another. The guy that did this doc also did something that I that I've seen on the on the African one where the. The, that whole school, all the kids saw the yeah. one. Yeah, is and this the same guy? This is the same guy that interviewed everybody when they were adults. Okay, right. I've seen that. Oh, I've uh, I know that one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, this one I'm familiar with because I'm I'm into UFOs. Mm-hmm. I'm also familiar with that the African one, right? And and so this one's kind of I. The reason why I want Jimmy to watch is because he has decided that these things do not exist. There's no possible way. I'd be curious to get his reaction to the people in it. Mm-hmm. That was the thing for me was, okay, this is a very unbelievable story. A UFO crashes, two beings escape from it. That's the speculation. Yeah. They capture one alive, one's dead. America comes in, takes takes control of the town, locks everything down. And then takes these two beings back to the United States. It's insane. Okay. Like you it's insane just hearing me talk about it, but then when you see the people talking about it in the documentary and what it's done to their lives. Anyway. I'll leave uh, it at that. What's what's the name of the show? Someone just text in. It's called Moment of Contact. Um, and where is it? Like on I yelled into my remote. <laughs> It was on. It was on demand. It, it cost me four ninety nine. Oh, I watched it on it, Sunday. Yeah. It was on some streaming thing I'd never heard of. And uh, my guess is that it'll probably be available on, like, if it starts to get popular, it might end up on Crave or Netflix or something like that. He's also behind another one called Phenomenon. That's the that's the African one, right? Yes. Yeah. So James C. Fox is the guy. He was just recently on Rogan too, mm-hmm. and he did an interview. And that's how I, I like. I know the guy's name, but I didn't know he had this new one out until I listened to the Rogan interview on the weekend as well. It's interesting, Jimmy. It'll get you thinking. Open because, your mind, Jimmy. No, it's not even that. It, like for me, it's about people, right? Like I can be in a room with somebody, and I can tell if somebody's full of crap. In seconds, and I've always felt like, like and I know I'm a dumb guy. I, I like I, I've come to terms with that a long time ago. But I've got really good instincts about people and their intentions, and I've always felt that that was one of my strengths. I can see past people's flaws, and and I I get a sense of who you. Why are you smiling? Because I hang out with you. You're a prime example of that. You and I are good friends. Why? Because we both are, we both you, have you, similar you moral. Not, you know what? You're not a person that someone looks at and goes, "He looks past people's flaws." <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's an excellent point. Okay, well, maybe I got it carried away there. <laughs> but Just I'm, saying. I, I guess the point is, is I can deal with some flaws. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's that was the point I was trying to make. Okay. 
This was interesting to me because these people were unbelievably believable. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to get into any of the interactions. Okay. I'd love to see what you... And you know what? The reason why I'm even thinking about this is because a couple of people, when I tweeted about it, going, hey, look, if you're into UFOs, you should look into this moment of contact. La, la, la. Really well done piece on the Brazil thing. Um, people were like, I'd love to hear what Jimmy thinks of this. Was a couple of comments that I got back. <laughs> so it's a good one, it. man. It's a, watch it. it's a good one. It'll, it'll shake you. Open your shunt. <laughs> you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I think I kind of knew that there was... Not so much an issue with rattlesnakes in the Lethbridge area, but I knew that it was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's the coolies, like the the uh, sand dunes or whatever, right? Yeah, the, the, like no, the sand dunes is uh, Milk River, but that's no. It's like the coolies. They're kind of like river. a valley near the. They have a milk river. Yeah, it's just before <laughs> the U.S. border. <laughs> so uh, when you were growing up, did you have to be careful, like? Because Lethbridge is right next door to Tabor. In the uh, Tabor Provincial Park. Have we mentioned what the hell we're talking about? Rattlesnakes. There's a story that rattlesnakes have begun to emerge from winter dens in Lethbridge. So this is an annual thing. Do you remember the annual, uh, like, warnings? Watch for rattlesnakes. Uh there used to be in in the river, like uh, in the River Valley in Tabor, as well as in uh, Lethbridge, there was warnings. Okay, all right. So growing up, I've never heard him talk about like, this. Do whatever you did in Tabor. We just fight Mennonites or whatever, and <laughs> you'd have to watch for rattlesnakes. Burn flags. Because we have we have one of these where I grew up. We have a snake pit, but it's garter snakes. And it's really cool. It's not cool. That is. You don't you don't like snakes? No, eh? no that that whole squirming. They're all in the trees, all balled up, rolling down the hills. That is awful. It's but you. It's really cool. You could really hear the rattlesnakes, especially when it's dry. Did you guys have a spot where you'd go like look, watch them? Like we no. used to go watch the the garter snakes was, come out of the dens. If and there stuff. was that, I never went. I'm not a fan of. Yeah, snakes. I wouldn't have done that. You guys can't do the snakes, eh? Good eating, though, right? <laughs> I like those boots you're did, wearing. Did, Dad, <laughs> did Jim ever bring home a rattlesnake for dinner? No. Fire up the Barbie, Jim! <laughs> they just cook it on the rocks outside. <laughs> what's, what's Dad doing? Oh, he's killing a rattlesnake. He's cooking up a snake for With dinner. a shovel. <laughs> uh, no, we never cook snake. No? Eggs and rattlesnake for mm, breakfast tomorrow. That's good eating. Yum. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. On the phone with us, it's Amanda Cates. Am I saying the last name right? Cats, but out there you do say Kate, so we're okay. all good. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Amanda, you are the executive director for an organization that has just recently started doing some work in Edmonton called Homeless Cars. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us a brief, like, 30-second explanation as to what Homeless Cars is? Yeah, absolutely. So we're a charitable foundation that's dedicated to relieving and alleviating homelessness and food insecurity at a local level. So we're essentially the conduit for change. Our cheesy tagline can be drives change because we essentially accept people's unwanted vehicles, beaters that have been sitting around your driveway, or maybe even something that's 
looking good and you're just upgrading your vehicle at home. And essentially people come in, they donate their cars to us. We sell them to recycling partners. You get a tax receipt and the funding from that donation stays local. So any Edmonton car, the funds stay in Edmonton. Toronto cars, the funds stay in Toronto. And we really try and make a difference to the homelessness and homeless and food insecure communities mm-hmm. right there in your backyard. So simple, yeah. yeah. You just make a phone call. You got that old car in the back that you want to get rid of. You come and pick it up. And then I get a tax receipt, minimum $800 too, right? Yeah, minimum 800 right now. So we set ourselves apart by trying to make it super easy for anybody who's getting rid of that car, but we yeah. also stay on top of the market. So if scrap value goes up tomorrow, then we're going to make sure that our minimum tax receipt reflects what that uh, natural market condition looks like so you can get the best tax rebate for your beater. Where specifically do your funds go here in the Edmonton area? Yeah, that's a great question. So as of now, we've partnered with two charities. Uh, Edmonton's Food Bank is the first one, and Boyle Street Community Center is the second. Awesome. And we really try and you know partner with fewer um, in order to really ensure that we're giving as much funds as possible to whoever we're working with in the in the community. Well, and you pick two local organizations that I think have a direct impact on on the homelessness situation. It's disturbing. How mm-hmm. how much it's growing, not just in Edmonton, but right across the country, isn't it, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, people think that pandemic's over and, you know, or not as prevalent and uh, people can go back to, you know, affording some situations. And But housing affordability is so troubling and with inflation, food insecurity is on the rise. And one of the reasons that we really said, OK, we've got to make a difference in Edmonton now is I was actually um, there just a couple months ago and even in the cold weather you were seeing it so much in the street so it's, it's yeah. certainly not going away and if anything it's it's going up so and I not, think not the best I I, th- I think the issue is nobody has there's no silver bullet solution for this right mm-hmm. you know I, and and so I think the fact that you guys are at least trying to get Get these people that might be experiencing you know a rough patch in their lives get them some help directly like direct help is is probably it's the best starting point these organizations are they're at the at the street level Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and yeah we wanted to make sure that we were partnering with with people that you know we felt really really good about working with and provide definitely a wraparound approach and it's hard for those people that are out on the streets or not necessarily being uh able to afford an apartment or whatever that looks like but things are tough for everybody so it's hard to open up your wallet right now yeah. so with us you know you don't have to open up your wallet just you get rid of that car, that's car. Been sitting around yeah give it to us and the funding is going to go back to support those people that you want to but can't necessarily do today what are you going to do with it is it, is it going to be a planter no get rid of it yeah <laughs> this is a great great um cause i i love this homeless cars is there like an online is there a web page we can send people to amanda yeah absolutely so homelesscars.ca is us online or you can give us a call direct at one 465 7227 we'd be happy to answer any questions or pick up that that car you've been listening to the locker room podcast no there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell they've tried catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 cruise fm brought to you by Arden roof systems